Hello. Hello. How's it going? Mm, you know. <laughs> I do. Person- yes, I do. Yes, we just got off the phone. We had our we had a little pre-episode chit chat. So things are going. Things are going. How are things going for you? They are certainly going. <laughs> They're certainly going. Um. Yeah, I realized recently, like, how long it actually fucking takes me to get home to our new, <laughs> like, the new place that we live in from uh-huh. the, like, the Somewhere city that my job is in. Yeah. The city that my job is in. Um, and <sighs> when you look at it on the map, normally it'll come up and say, like, it's a 16-minute drive. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I could probably make that in, like, 10 to 15 because, spoiler alert, um, I have a lead foot. I am, I speed <laughs> all the fucking time. But alas, I always fucking forget to take into consideration, which we were just discussing, that other people are also on the road and I hate them and they make everything so much more (laughs) difficult than it needs to be. So rather than this being like a 16 minute drive home, like I left the office at like 530 and I did not get into my house until like six o'clock or so. Oof. That's adjusted because we did have to like stop and make a super quick errand, but we didn't actually have to like get out of the car or go anywhere, and the errand was unsuccessful. Um, so it was it was complicated, but I ended up getting into my house at like six fifteen. But if you take off the time that we spent going to the pharmacy that we didn't need to go to, um, it would have been about six o'clock. So it's like a thirty minute drive because other people are fucking terrible. It's like you walking. Kind of. My my trek from like home to the place that I work is, you know, about like 25 minutes, but really like 30, depending mm-hmm. on. I mean, it's the summer in Michigan, so. <laughs> really anything fucking, could be happening out there. Fucking everywhere. Ugh. And that's all I've got to say about it. That's how Sue sees it? That's how Sue sees it. Wonderbar. Well, I'm Brittany. I'm Raina. And this is this is still Cheese Moses and Chainsaws. That's true. It's still us. Are you ready Anything. to talk about this movie that we I... both watched um, a month ago? A month ago, yeah. June thirteenth is when I took these notes. Yeah. I don't know when I took these notes, but I had to dig through my home to find the notebook that this was in like it had been that long so (laughs) i uh genuinely can't wait to delete the one two three four five six seven eight nine uh plus ten pictures on my phone jesus i got more important things to be taking pictures of now amen um we're talking about the original evil dead which at the time of this recording is no longer on hbo max Unfortunate. At the time we talked about recording this, it was on. It was, and that's where I watched it. Yes, it's not on there anymore. But oh my god, I wish it was. This is the original, The Evil Dead, nineteen eighty one. This is rated NC seventeen. Yeah, damn right it is. I need you to know before we go any further. Oh, you want to talk about it now? This is the first NC seventeen movie that I have ever seen in my life. Oh, I thought you had something else to say. No, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll fucking get there. No, I've I... never seen a movie rated uh, worse than R. This, yeah. this, I had really high hopes for it, <laughs> you know? 
And are you saying it didn't deliver? I am saying it was not what I expected. Oh my god, you're wrong. We'll get in there. Uh, we'll get to it. Oh, you're so wrong. Do you want to guess a budget? <laughs> uh, it was probably pretty low, given that it was 1981. And it's there... 1981, baby. Baby! I am not sober at the time of this recording. I... And I also <laughs> love this movie. So I'm going to have a super weird energy during this. That's... You're doing great. Um, I think that the budget for this was $3 million. Oh, you were way too high. <laughs> not yet, I'm not. <laughs> um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, $3 million is too... Is it... Mm, I feel like I can't ask you if it's less than a million, so I'm going to guess $800,000. The budget for this was 375000 Shut the fuck up. No. This was less than a half a million dollars to make. You're damn right. This is Jesus like what Christ. people's student loans are. This is uh this is a bargain scary movie. <laughs> Considering a budget the amount, slasher. The amount of just corn syrup. What, what this what is the amount of oh my god. Oh no, it's making me look like I'm way too drunk. What is the amount of uh impact? Impact is the word I'm looking for. The impact that this had <laughs> on like scary movie history. Yes. What a fucking bargain for three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars for the low, low price of three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. You can have one of the most beautiful men, Bruce Campbell. You on too camera. can make a cult classic. You too <laughs> can have Ash Williams on screen. Do you want to guess what this made in the box office? Did it do well in the box office? Do you want me to tell you that? It well, made its money back. I'll okay. tell you that. Okay. That the bar is so fucking low. <laughs> I guess so here's here's my thought process here. Okay. With, <laughs> with many cult classics, they don't do great in the box office, but they become more popular later on. I'll tell you that the box office number Yes is still pretty good compared to like what it made later okay like it, it so even just the original box office number it still made its money back and okay. then some. it did well enough in the box yes. office okay to make the sequel and continue the franchise did it make five million you no. <laughs> am i too high or too low you're too high i'm too high oh did it make Two million. So in the United States, it made two point four million. Okay. And worldwide, it made about twenty nine million. That's actually that's not bad. I I don't know why the, those numbers are separated. <laughs> Interesting. But that's all that I can. That's all that I can say about that. Um, this was made. Uh, the principal photography took place on location in Tennessee. It apparently was super uncomfortable for everyone in the shooting process due to like the prosthetic makeups and all the stop yeah. motion animations. It was just super rough. And like, isn't Tennessee? I might not have a good. Listen, I'm terrible at geography, and you need to know that about me. Um, oh, isn't yeah. Tennessee like kind of hot? Me. I think so. It's like just barely a southern state, right? Isn't that like where the southernness starts? 
I, I think so. <laughs> but like, even when my mom and I lived in Indiana, like their temperature and their like climate generally is like still different from Michigan. Yeah. So I would bet you it's hotter there than like what I'm giving it credit for. I bet yeah. you it gets hot there. And this did not look like it was shot in the wintertime or anytime cold. <laughs> so I bet you it was fucking hot and they were sweaty underneath their gross prosthetics. And it, I don't know. Tennessee just, it sounds like a muddy place to be. Yeah. It looks yeah, it like really that does. would be muddy. So I'm sure that was uncomfortable. So um, one of the, one of my very many fun facts about this movie, Sam Raimi, who yes. directed this movie. Also did the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Shut up. I oh knew you would know that, and I was so excited to tell you. Also, he was from Royal Oak. Oh, wow. And he went to MSU for one whole year before he dropped out to make this movie. hey <laughs> He literally, he, there's a picture of him at our Hopcat. Stop! And I'm like, can you really claim him because he dropped out? a year into his studies here. What are we doing? Okay. But also, Bruce Campbell, who plays Ash Williams, yes, uh, like, grew up with Sam Raimi and no! Lauren Loke, and that's why, basically, he got cast. Like, he was just supposed to help produce it, and then Sam Raimi was like, oh my god, no. Hey, you you want to be the lead? It. You're so handsome. Wouldn't you really like to play this lead? You're the most beautiful man I've ever seen in my life. Hi. <laughs> Hi, it's me. Um, so he was just supposed to produce it. And then eventually got cast as Ash Williams. Another fun fact, Sam Raimi put an ad in the Detroit News for actors. Which, like, is the most wild thing in the world to me. Just, like, imagine reading an ad not knowing that it's for what's going to be one of the most iconic cult classic movies ever made. I mean, arguably, yeah. Like, there's so many people that don't know that haven't seen The Evil Dead, but like, they know it by name. Yes, like, oh, that's something I've heard of. So, absolutely yes. wild to me. Uh, originally, the crew had attempted to shoot the film in Royal Oak. Uh huh. <laughs> But apparently the city of Royal Oak did not like that. And so they moved to Tennessee and they chose a town called Morristown who was really excited about it. And they were like, all right, if you if you're excited about it, yeah, let's go here. (laughs) Hey, we want to make a scary movie in your town. And they were like, please do. Please. We're the tiniest little town in Tennessee. Yeah. You want to do something here? This is it. This is our claim to fame. Literally. Well, it makes more sense now that one of the characters, because one of, I know we're not at the notes section yet. No, we're um, not. Don't bring it up. Okay. <laughs> we're going to get there. All right. Um, the first day of filming led to them getting lost in the woods during a scene shot on a bridge. Fucking classic. <laughs> um, one notably gruesome moment on set involved ripping off uh, one of the actress's eyelashes during the removal of her face mask. Fuck that noise. I would have been so pissed. <laughs> I would have been so mad. <laughs> um, oh, 
this is one of my favorite fun facts about this movie that I didn't know until I started doing research for it. They chose to premiere this film at the Redford Theater, which is technically in Redford, a suburb off of Detroit, but, like, it's a Detroit suburb, so everyone just calls it Detroit. That's true, they do. And it's absolutely wild to me. I've been to the theater so many times, and I had absolutely no fucking idea that this movie was there. Aw, that probably this is feels where really cool. I've seen my friend and I went to a midnight showing of Carrie there, and my mom and I went and we saw West Side Story and met Rita Moreno there, who plays Anita. Yeah, no, I know Rita Moreno. And then my mom and my sister went to go see West Side Story again, and they met the guy that plays Bernardo there. Ooh. Like, it's just such a classic movie theater that now plays, like, all of these classics. I think I've seen Grease and, like, Singing in the Rain there. Aww. And it's just so cool to know that this is where... This movie premiered. That's they cool. chose to premiere this. I would, oh man, I would pay a million. I would pay so much money to see Evil Dead. You almost said a million dollars. I know. And I was, like, I was oh, gonna I tell you, you don't have a million dollars. <laughs> Not even close. Um. Um. They wanted to make it as theatrical as possible, so they used custom tickets, custom wind tracks live in the theater and they paid for ambulances to be outside of the theater to build the atmosphere interesting yeah to kind of build up you know that like classic horror thing of we had people were fainting people were passing out in the theater oh my god they threw up and (laughs) Uh, just so much puke. It's the exorcist. Blah, 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 blah. Which I kind of like just having... I mean, like, there's so many kind of ambulances that could not be, like, in use. That feels better to me than lying about people. I but can... also, I don't know. You know? Who's to I'm say? just here. I just exist. Um, A thousand people showed up. Which feels like a lot. I mean, it's like one theater in this theater. It's not like... Oh, that's not the whole thing? Yeah, it's like the whole thing is basically like a thousand people. Okay. It's okay. just one one big theater. I see. I misunderstood at first. I'm with you. Um, this showed at the Keynes Film Festival in 1982. Okay. Um, and then Stephen King was apparently at the screening and said that it was his fifth favorite film of the horror genre. What an odd, like, fifth just seems oddly specific. Yeah. Rather than saying, like, this is one of my favorites (laughs) or it's in my top five, you're like, this is number five. So the only reason that this article says that and, like, my notes reflect that is because... It says that USA Today released an article about his favorite horror films, and he listed it as his fifth. Like he listed four other films, and then said, "So much." Also, the Evil Dead. (laughs) He said um, that while watching the film at Kane's, he was quote registering things that he had never seen in a movie before, 
and that he became one of the film's largest supporters during the early efforts to find a distributor, eventually describing it as the most ferociously original film of the year. <coughs> Which, I mean, of course, if you have somebody like Stephen King saying those things, you're going to get some sort of yeah attraction to that. That's that's a big thing. Lance is so mad I'm not letting him in this room. And he's whining at the door. Please let me and I will not. This is my room. <laughs> um, eventually, Sam Raimi came across Irvin Shapiro, who was responsible for the distribution of The Night of the Living Dead, the original George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Um, upon first viewing, Shapiro said, while it wasn't gone with the wind, it had commercial potential. <laughs> I guess I'll take it. <laughs> Which, like, yeah, man. You're not watching this and thinking, this is gone with the wind. <laughs> it was it's very funny to me, reading that. What a goober. Um, the original release was met with controversy because Sam Raimi was not thinking about censorship. He said, this is the movie I want to make. And I'm going to make it. Gore, gore, gore. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do and no one's stopping me. I just dropped out of college. <laughs> you remember being 19, <laughs> 20, you know? <laughs> You're like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck it. I want and nobody can stop me! I want zombies. I want the undead. I want some fucking blood on the screen. Um, Somebody... <laughs> He's looking at the producer like, I'm going to show you the scariest (laughs) fucking shit that you have ever seen in your goddamn (laughs) life. And the producer said, say no more. Okay. Got it. Okay, here we go. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, In the UK, the film was trimmed by 49 seconds before it was granted an X certificate for cinema release, which was considered a censored version. I wonder what 49 seconds they took off. I know. I always want to know because I feel like there are other movies <laughs> that we've talked about where you're I like, know. it got cut short because of such and such. I want to know what they cut. I want to see those things. Show me! Uh, in the US, the film received an X rating. Films with this label were quite violent and disturbing and the rating was often held by pornographic films. Yes. The film has since been re-rated and said, NC-17 for substantial graphic horror violence and gore. Though many home media releases have been released without a rating. Which I think is fair if you're buying something in your home or to have in your home. Yes. You can you can Presumably, you know what you're doing. Uh, the hope. film was and is still banned, either theatrically or on video in some countries. I did not do the research into finding out what those countries were. I am not surprised. I am also not surprised. After seeing but I think what for different I reasons. <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this movie. Oh, no. um, the editor of Fangoria reviewed the film before its formal premiere and proclaimed that it might be, quote, to the usual run of low-budget horror films saying since i started editing this magazine i have not seen any new films that i could recommend to our readers with more confidence 
that it would be loved, embraced, and hailed as a new milestone in graphic horror. The LA Times called the film an instant classic. Which I feel like, yeah. And then Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 85%. The website says, so scrappy that it feels as illicit as a book found in the woods. The Evil Dead is a stomach-churning achievement in bad taste that marks a startling debut for wonderkind Sam Raimi. Um, I'm just skimming over my notes. Um, a critic for the BBC, Martin Glanville, awarded the film four out of five stars, writing that for Sam Raimi, it served as a better debut than Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Wes Craven's The Last House on the Left, which... I'm not a big fan of The Last House on the Left. It's like my no. least favorite Wes Craven film. Personally. Um, the Evil Dead was followed by a series of sequels. Uh, so we have The Evil Dead. We have Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. We have Army of Darkness. And then we have Evil Dead in 2013. And then we have the television series Ash vs. Evil Dead 2015-2018. to And then we have Evil Dead Rise, which just came out this year. Um, which is pretty fun, in my opinion. And then... I mean, Ash makes a bunch of appearances in comic books... Uh, apparently, in comic books, he has fought both Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees in something, called, in something called Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash, which I think is really fun. That's funny. He's also fought the reanimator in Army of Darkness vs. the reanimator. He's also appeared in Marvel Zombies vs. the Army of Darkness. And has even saved the life of the fictional Barack Obama in Army of Darkness, Ash Saves Obama. And, of course, we can't forget. Who could forget? Evil Dead the Musical. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I did know that there was a musical. And I think that that one's really fun, personally. Not as fun as American Psycho. My friends, a couple of my friends that I play Dungeons and Dragons with Mm -hmm. have gone to see it and they were like, it was amazing. It was the coolest fucking thing. I think that a lot of those things are like so underrated. It could never be me. It could (laughs) never be me. Oh my god, who's ringing the bell? What? It's me. It's not you. You're right, it's not. Who's doing that? I mean, it wouldn't be Mark. Did Randy order food and not tell me? I came home and I said, hey, I'll buy food if you want me to. Someone's yelling at someone. I don't know what to do about it. But I'm here. What are they yelling? I don't know what it sounded like. But it sounded like Randy. I don't know what to do. Okay. Um, those are all my yeah. notes. I'm back. Amen to that. 
if more people had that philosophy, there would be way fewer problems in the world. I'm just hanging out. I listen, man. I'm just sitting here minding my own fucking business. That's got nothing to do with me. So let's talk about the Evil Dead. Let's get into it. So it's an NC-17 rating, which is. is my very first note. My first note is a quote that says, "I go to hell. I'm not honking at you." <laughs> and like, same, because that's. I mean, usually I am honking at you. But sometimes I'm not honking at you, I'm honking at that other guy. Fuck you. <laughs> um, my second note says, the thought of reading a map sounds so difficult. It's really hard. Have you ever had to, like, like open up a map in a vehicle and, like, read a map? Nope. In real life? Okay. So we and had to do that. It. it fucking sucks. We had to do that one time. The year that Caleb and I went to the Upper Peninsula for vacation. Mm-hmm. And I had my phone. We were using my GPS. But you don't get service everywhere up there. Which makes sense because you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. So I was worried about getting lost. Because these towns are oftentimes so fucking spread apart. That you like there's no gas station for miles and miles and miles. What if something bad happens? Right. So we stopped at a gas station and had to buy an actual map, and it's still in our glove box, just in case, uh, of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan that will, like, take us to the, the like, which, because they're all fucking back roads. Which right. back roads go to the big back roads that will get me to the next town? It sucks. It's not fun. <laughs> uh, my second note is, that's a Michigan State sweatshirt. That's my third note, is Michigan State sweatshirt. <laughs> that, as I was about to say, before you stopped me, and I'm glad you I did, uh, it makes sense now that that's a Michigan State sweatshirt if Sam Raimi went to MSU for a minute. Uh-huh. That checks out. My Which... fourth note says, this is the creepiest fucking cabin in the world. He picked up the key ring and that st- swing stopped banging on the house. And that should have been all a they needed sign. to get back into the car and go home. That is get red out. flag number one. <laughs> That's my next note. Um, red flag number one. My next note says, this is Texas Chainsaw vibes. Like, them walking up to this house just screams. Them walking up to... The, the fucking house. house in Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> like, what? Them walking up to this house is just like those yeah, other kids here. walking up to that house. This is like what Texas Chainsaw is, what, like 74? When is Texas Chainsaw? I'm pulling on my phone. Oops. Yeah, 74. This is a full, like, what, seven years later? We fucking know it. <laughs> Don't. Don't do this. Don't do this. You know better at this point. Uh, um, my next note is, is her hand possessed? Is it a face? Is it a trap door? <laughs> question mark. My first, my next note says, spooky drawing of the Necromicon. Oh, the Necronomicon? No, the Necromicon. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Easy mistake to make. And then my next note says, why would you only bring one flashlight? Period. Alright, you know you're going to be out in the fucking woods. There's no power out in this cabin. Don't be stupid. No, literally. You should have more than one flashlight. 
What are you doing? We don't have cell phones. You can't just turn your flashlight out on your phone. Uh huh. You have to have real flashlights or lanterns. Something. Sometimes cabins will have little, you know what I'm talking about, like little gas lanterns. Sure. Oil. Oil. Those, you'll know. I'll send you a picture. You'll know what I mean. Bold of you to think that I will. Um, Alexon says there's a the hills have eyes poster, which I think is fun. I did not note that, but it's I in 100% the believe you. And in this house, we hate the hills have eyes. In this house, we hate the hills have eyes. It's dumb. Those are examples of oil lanterns. My next note says, there's no reason to listen to it, especially after Cheryl was so upset over it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, the tape. Yeah, the tape. Sorry, I'm looking at the pictures tape. of lanterns now. I have to... decided that's what I need to look at. Sure, I've seen those. Yeah, that's an option. Um, but yeah, like Cheryl has made it explicitly clear that she's not comfortable. And at the end of the day, that's all you need to know. Yes. Hey, you're out in the cabin with your friends. You guys are camping, doing whatever. And you find something weird. And you're like, ha ha ha, let's mess around with it. And you have one friend that's like really upset by that. Sounds like you're not messing around with it. Sounds like you should just quit while you're ahead, buddy. Stupid. Fucking stupid. Um, my next one says it's a bad choice to go into the woods. I and have I think... so many notes before that. Ooh, let's hear some. So, uh, and, uh, one that I wrote down that I think would make a good title is, quote, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Jesus Christ. And that's after one of the girls said that an animal was the one that threw open that door. Uh-huh. Um, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of, Jesus Christ. And I think that's hilarious. Um, this idea of the like the spooky cellar in this quote-unquote like abandoned cabin, do you, this is where we get Cabin in the Woods. Yes. This is, this makes sense now. It's all, all the pieces are clicking. Um, yes. I didn't know. I'd never seen this before. My next note in all caps is HE POINTED THAT GUN AT HIM! That could be anything. I have no yeah, fucking I don't idea. Know. I, thi- <laughs> I think one of them clear enough. I think one of them like finds a gun, gun at someone. <laughs> and they're like fucking around with it. it could, because Caleb and I were both like whoa, 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 whoa. Even if you don't think that that gun is loaded, like Proper gun safety teaches you that you need to treat every single gun like it's loaded. So do not point it at things that you don't intend to fucking shoot. Yeah, because you note, could shoot things that you don't want to shoot. My next note just says bad choice to go into the woods. Talking about Cheryl going in the woods because no one respects her. In Is terms this... of not wanting to listen to the tape. That's right so before she... she... That's right before she gets sexually assaulted by the trees. Correct. I have a few notes before then. Uh, there's a picture of the face slash door in the scary journal. Right. Um, there's this tape. We found it downstairs. No, thanks. <laughs> That's red flag number two. Uh, there we go. Reciting from the book to summon the demons. 
that's your second clue. You need to get the fuck out of the woods. Um, if this follows slasher rules, those two kids who are fucking are definitely done for. And they ended up being done for. Surprise. Uh, why would you go outside? It's scary out there. And then, red flag number three is this girl getting attacked by the woods themselves. Now we're now we're caught up to each other. Oh, my next note says, whoa, Cheryl's possessed. The car isn't working. It works. The bridge is out. I don't think I took a lot of notes, like, in between. Yeah, I don't know. Um, my next oh, note is no, penciled to the ankle. Oh, that was graphic. Um, and then my next one says this audio is very funny I don't know she steps under the ankle I know that Um, it must have been somebody like possessed I can't I don't know what this means oh it's my next note is my next note is a quote that says I don't care what happens to her she's your girlfriend you take care of her and I know that that's Scott talking to Ash. Ash. Um, but then my next note, LOL, I love Cheryl's cellar line iconic. Which one, man? Couldn't tell you. Cool. I didn't write it down. Uh, because the effects. My next two notes. <laughs> my next note says Ash losing his mind. And then my next note, all caps. Chainsaw time, baby. I'm screaming. <laughs> That's the most important part about chainsaw it. It's, time. It's chainsaw time. It's, it's not an Evil Dead time. movie. If someone doesn't have a chainsaw, what are we doing? What are we doing? Why are we Some, here? Somebody ends up wearing. Somebody's got a pair of clogs on, and they look almost exactly like this pair of clogs that my nurse practitioner that I work with wears. Um, so my actual note is Karen has clogs that look like that. Clogs don't seem comfy to walk in. What the fuck am I seeing happen to this second girl? I don't think that would cut off her hand that way. Um, my next note says I am repulsed by what I've just seen. That's a lot of corn syrup. Yeah, so you told me, is this is this the part? This is the part. This yeah. whole, I think so, this whole section. So explain how you're feeling. So currently, you know, doing my best. You, you but at the time, me. I was not doing well. I was not no. doing well. This is the very first movie that I have ever seen, like horror movie-wise, where watching this has made me feel physically ill. Like, I was actively gagging and trying not to vomit during these scenes where, like, people were getting possessed and then, like, cut up. And it wasn't the blood itself. Like, that doesn't bother me. It was this weird, like, milky liquid that they had coming out with the blood. Um, and it was, it was fucking gross. It was disgusting. And working in healthcare, I feel like I've kind of gotten a stronger stomach um, than at least what I had, but also most of my friends, I would say, because the shit that I'm like, oh yeah, that's normal. People are like, that's fucking gross. And like me watching this was going, that's fucking gross. But like, you know how I feel about people vomiting. 
This didn't do it for me. This didn't? No. Wow. I'm watching this and I'm like laughing. I think the effects are very funny. I think they're clearly effects. I had to, there were more than one moment. There was more than one moment in this that I had to turn and look away. Because I was going to puke. It's never happened with anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just, I I don't ever want to have to watch this movie again. I like this movie. It's not necessarily my favorite. Because after I watched this movie, um, HBO Max was like, hey, the other two are going to expire. I was like, oh my god, I have to watch Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness right now. Right now. And, you know, it's not my favorite. I think Army of Darkness is really fun because it takes itself, I think, the less seriously out of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, Evil Dead is, like, basically the same thing. Like, it's Ash, and he takes his girlfriend to a cabin in the woods. Okay. And it's like, bro, didn't you just learn this lesson? And this but is a different a, girlfriend. It's, clearly. it's a different girlfriend. And it's as if he didn't learn anything from part one. Classic white man. And so, of course, the same things happen. And um, somehow, these two other people who are, like, trying to banish Evil Dead with the Necromicon are trying to send the quote-unquote evil back to its time. Don't what does close that fucking it. mean? Don't close it. And so Ash ends up getting thrown back into, thrown back in time. And that's Army of Darkness. It's him thrown back in time. And everyone's like, you're the savior. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I just want to go I'm back I'm just home. some guy. Um, but Evil Dead Rise is really fun. Because I think it's, I think it's just something a little bit different. And I think that that's what an Evil Dead movie needs. Mark and I saw that in theaters. And it's really fun. <laughs> and we've covered Evil Dead. The 2013. We did? Yeah. I very vaguely remember watching that. Very, very vaguely. Because I wanted to watch this one. And and we couldn't find it. Because the rights to this change all the time. I I hate it. I love this movie. I think it's so fun. I'm glad that you enjoy it. I'm sorry that I don't like it. Ash Williams. Icon. Yes. That part I agree with you on. I've got no other notes. I've got two notes after Trains on Time, baby. And one of them says bloodbath. And the next one says poor Ash. Uh, my next note in all caps says, You better not unlock that motherfucking cellar! And then he did. And then he did. Uh, the note immediately after that is, oh, okay. Yes. Uh, fuck. Please, just, please just dismember and bury her. You're gonna just bury her? That doesn't sound like a very great, or that doesn't sound like a great choice. Yep, there we go. Um, claymation effect to show them and the book decomposing. I thought that was weird. Uh, I've never I had to look away before. How does he explain this to the cops? Or does he not have to? Like, how how do you explain this? He just this? leaves. He's away, man. Are they going to know that he was there? Probably not. He's a white man. Okay, but, like, he, the other people knew that he and his friends were going to this cabin. 
people are going to start asking questions when he comes back and his friends don't. We don't know the power of the Necromicon. Okay. I don't... I don't presume to know that I know the power of the Necromicon. <laughs> Alright. I would have... Yeah, same. That was it. That's all I have for you. <laughs> well, are you ready to rate it then? Yes. Alright, um, let's go. You're gonna hate this. I'm gonna give this one chainsaw. Oh my god, you suck. I mostly because I can't defend myself well enough to give it more than one chainsaw because I don't remember anything except it being fucking gross. Um my notes on why I gave it one chainsaw. Number one, it's fucking gross. Um my second reason apparently was there are plot holes in it. I don't remember any of them. Please don't ask me. There are plot holes. I've been called worse. Um, And my third reason, it's too graphic. It's not... You're wrong. It's... Okay. (laughs) It's not the blood that bothers me. It's not even him, like, cutting people open with chainsaws. Like, sure, whatever, dude. I've seen scary movies before. I'm picturing, like, one of these characters with just, like, this... That milky shit, like, (laughs) dripping out of their eyeballs... And out of their fucking open wounds. And like squirting out of their severed arms. And like that's. That's too much for me. It's yucky. And I didn't like it. One chainsaw. I don't ever want to have to see this again. Are you done? That's not even to. No I'm not actually. That's not even <laughs> to bring in. We, I feel like we really just glossed over the fact. That this girl literally went out to the woods. To try to get away from her fucking friends. And literally mm-hmm. got raped by trees and roots. We really did. We really just glossed over that. So, like, that, in addition to it just being yucky, it's a no for me, dog. I never want to have to watch this shit again. <laughs> for this reason, one chainsaw. You good? Yes, now I'm good. All right, I'm going to get this four chainsaws. Outstanding. Um, This is iconic. I think it's so good. I think Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell is like the dynamic duo that I just enjoy in any way, shape, or form. One of my favorite things is watching a Sam Raimi movie and just like sitting there wondering, oh my God, when is Bruce Campbell going to pop up? Do they work together a lot? He's always got a cameo. Excellent. In a Sam Raimi movie. I've seen him cameo. He's got a cameo in Spider-Man. He's got a cameo in uh, the Multiverse of Madness. Like, he's just always lurking around in one of those. Interesting. Bruce Campbell, beautiful man. I love him. Sam Raimi. Oh, my God. Iconic. (laughs) I love the Evil Dead. I love it because it's not, it's, I'm not a big zombie movie person. I'm not an undead movie person. Mm Mm-hmm. It just doesn't take itself seriously. And that's that's what I enjoy. Is You like movies that know what they are. Yeah. You know? And and you can be you can be super serious and you can be a super serious horror movie, but like you better be the best goddamn thing in the world. For you better you have a have. reason for being serious. Yeah. You better you better Come, be coming up ready to defend yourself and you better have the most airtight plot that I've ever seen. All this stuff. 
And this just is. And I think that that's so fun. <laughs> it's, it's just... white people going around fucking around and finding out what's going on in the woods it's their own that's fault. that's the fucking title why'd you go evil there de- evil dead <laughs> white people fucking around and finding out literally why were you there <laughs> that's what that's i have that's how question. sue sees it i yeah <laughs> so four well, chainsaws right. four fucking chainsaws well different strokes for different folks i guess it takes all kinds of kinds <laughs> um i it's my pick next that's correct uh i was gonna pick last house on the left but it doesn't look like it's streaming anywhere so i'm gonna reconsult the list um i would like to watch i don't know if that's streaming anywhere if it's streaming what someplace i, I want to look for the birds i will buy whatever I don't care. Where can I find it? It used to be on Netflix, but also I don't. We don't have I don't Netflix think it anymore. anymore. Oh, okay. It appears to be on Amazon Prime, starting at three dollars and ninety nine cents. So I'm open to buying it. This is an the Alfred Hitchcock original film. The birds, right? Yes, okay. from 1963. Alfred Hitchcock. I need this to was the say first... those words fully and correctly. Otherwise, I'm not acknowledging it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, in 1963. Thank you. This is an Alfred Hitchcock movie. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really called The thing. Birds. Yeah. Is really it the 1963? Yeah, I didn't like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fine. This was this was the first scary movie that my mom ever saw. Ever. Okay. I've actually so, never seen The Birds. I have seen bits and pieces of it. The first one that I ever saw was a different Hitchcock movie. I saw Psycho, Psycho first. Yes. He wouldn't hurt a fly. What is with his accent? That's a different accent. Yeah, but I don't like it. They sound I don't sick. know. I just make stupid voices, Raina. I don't know what you want from it's me. It's stressing me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. That's just... I just do it. I don't know. Let's <laughs> end this. Please. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later, <laughs> and we'll talk about the birds from Alfred Hitchcock. From 1963. 1963. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>